We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, it has been a little while. I'm pretty sure everybody kind of noticed that uh, the current uh, current climate is, well, gone straight to hell. I mean, just, <laughs> yeah. But um, I've been talking to a few of my friends and doing kink does help during these times too while trying to support the black community, keep us going, keep money flowing, um, supporting the family, everything. But after all the doom and gloom we have been seeing across these past few, well, weeks, I figure why not talk about something to lift our spirits up. In this case, I have been getting deeper into Shibari and found out I am really enjoying it. I'm definitely taking more time tying people up in the Dallas haunted area in Texas and uh, I already want to expand how far I can go but I might get into that later but right now I just want to talk about a certain tie. They're talking about basically the good old box tie. Now I would say this is definitely one of the more tried and true basic type of ties. A nice one you can go to when you want to really get a nice hold on the submissive or the rope bunny of the day. In my case, this really, well, I learned a lot of my rope personally from online, uh, gurus, blogs, did a lot of studying, and I want to say my first time trying out the box tie with a rope bunny, I would say it definitely did the job, I I mean I knew the first few ties I really went for was more of the single column ties, it's a simple tie, you know, you can say, you can lay somebody down, let's say she or he or it's on all fours, and you want to find a way how you can time down or keep them restricted. A single column tie to tie your hands together. Take it in the rope, tie underneath the bed, and you're good to go. But I was really wanting to see what I could try. I know, a little something to possess, you know. A little something. And I like the box tie, especially because I never did a behind-the-back tie. Not like that. So, seeing that really caught my eye. I guess how the rope can kind of glide over the front part of the chest, the other part goes underneath the part of the chest, and keep them risking nowhere to go. Now, I will say the first time I tried it out once again, it was definitely interesting. Um, it took me a while <laughs> to... Um, 
get the wrist in there the first time, I was using some black rope. One-fourth diameter. About 50 feet. Um, it was going pretty good in the very beginning. I already did a few ties for the legs. Had them tied down to the bed. And um, I think I also tried to have uh, did a futo on the legs as well. That was also kind of tricky. I really want to practice more on that. But getting the hands and the arm together, uh, after getting the first knock going and then trying to glide the rope to the left on the arms and then go around the chest two times, I kept on flopping, I think, the first time, like just trying to get the thing going at first, you know. But after she was getting a little bit more relaxed and I was getting more used to the rope, it really started to glide. I I could tell when doing this, I was wrapping around and I could like feel her breathing. It's something about the rope, you know, when it first hits the skin, um, how the body reacts to the touch. Because in this case, her back is to me. I'm trying to get the rope across her chest and I'm like, you know, right behind. So I could feel her breathing, she could feel me breathing. It's a very intense and intimate moment. I guess that's probably why I like Shibari so much. It's a way of bringing calm, at least to me. I know because I'm a primal, I definitely have that primal side. And for me able to do Shibari like this, it brings out a very peaceful sensation. Not trying to <laughs> primal out, um, it's to like let it flow, I guess, to restrain and then go from there. But while I was trying to get to that point, I finally got, you know, the first two lines above the chest and I'm about to go around to the back and now I got to go around the first knot and then try to tie around there and, you know, get it fastened. Um, now from there, I could, it really was starting to make some sense because I think I saw a few videos on it and I was like, okay, I'm going to try it out, see what it's like. And I'm getting it going. Um, her arms were definitely, they were pretty secure. I, I can tell this was a little bit different than the other tie, like a straight jacket tie. I'm probably going to podcast on a straight jacket tie later. But when I got the arms, um, tied up in the first knot from the first row across her chest had to kind of secure that a bit I had to then take the rope then go again take it to the left and make another two lines underneath her chest so I got a fastened you know second second wave second um, set of lines I want to make second I guess row pretty much um, but while I was doing this um and seeing how secure it was. I was getting some other ideas, you know. Like, how many more ways can this thing be decorated? You know, I've been doing some more research here. So many box ties you can try. Jesus Christ. Like, I really want to see. But for right now, I just stuck to a good old-fashioned normalized box tie. All right. So I'm going around there again. And 
and make two more rows underneath the chest. At this point, I can tell she had really enjoyed um, her body, mannerisms going, her, she's relaxing, feels like she's kind of entering that space. Now, after getting, you know, the ropes fastened behind there, and I might just do a YouTube, I, I should, I should probably do a YouTube video on this. I really want to start doing some, maybe some rope tutorials, because this is definitely... As I'm getting more and more into rope, I, I'm definitely enjoying doing this. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, now this is a great position to use if you want to have your partner on her knees. You want to probably want to use some pillows because, you know, she got no arms right now. Well, no arm to use, so... Yeah, you want to kind of soften the bed for a little bit. <laughs> uh, you put like maybe a pillow or two underneath her. Um, but you can pretty much go on all fours that way. You have easy access to what you want to do. You can tease, spank, tie the legs up, go nuts, you know. Along there's consent and you know how her body reacts. Make sure the rope is not too crazy tight and uh, how far you want to go. Now, personally for me, this was a great tie to use also when mixing with the paddle because this is a knot like right in the middle of the back. Depending on how far you bring the rows down, the first row above her upper chest, the second row below her chest, you know, the breasts, you can sometimes even pull on the middle part of the knot while you're spanking, pull back. It's a great way for to keep it, um, I guess, to keep the flow going. I mean, you're spanking right now, I'm, I'm just saying. Depending how you go every now and then, it may cause one to get a little jittery, jump, or move around a bit. Now, there are some that will say, okay, they want to say they're safe for you spanking too hard. Then there are others who definitely like the whole chase, primal prey. Being a primal myself, I dealt with primal prey, and they like to chase, push, and pull, and you, you know. Yeah, I think I did a podcast on that earlier, too, but anyway, it's nice to pull on that while spank with the paddle, your hand, or using a toy, good for teasing. The camera to go in where the hands are behind her back, and you got a perfect knot to pull on while you just, you know, do whatever kind of session you like. Um... I'm pretty sure some other ideas you could do, probably the legs, get a few um, futo around there, futumo, or maybe, maybe, just a, just a pretty much a normal single column tie around the ankles and connect that to the box tie behind the back, that does sound like fun, <laughs> oh man, but, anyway, I'm just sharing my thoughts about the box tie, I, I'm just really enjoying my self-expanding in shibari and tying more rope bunnies and uh, I guess sharing shibari therapy and showing them a world that um, a little bit different but definitely interesting and very deep and something that I think that a lot of people should see more often especially um more with people of color, you know, just expand all around, you know. But anyway, just give my two cents on the box tie and uh, keep it simple. Anyway, 
Uh, until next time. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com. Or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram. Anyway, if you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR, you also can check out my Patreon. I'll be constantly be putting more and more content of whatever comes in my life. But anyway, until next time. <laughs>